This conference will now be recorded. Praise the Lord. God bless you. So, so, so grateful to have you to join us today with another Bible study where we can receive the living and the unadulterated word of God. I trust all is well with you and yours. And we are continuing with our study. We've been studying for a few weeks now from that topic, your expectation is your destination. And trust me, I am not going to review everything that we have addressed and dealt with and taught up to this date. We're trying to move forward. Amen. We're going to move forward. I will simply, by way of the briefest of backgrounds, I'll simply share that uh, this started from this scripture in Proverbs 23 and verse 18, where the word of God says, for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. And so we establish that there is an end to every expectation. There is an end, a place where you wind up, an end point. There is a destination for every expectation. So whatever it is that you are expecting in your heart, whatever you're believing for, whatever you're focusing on, that is what is going to show up in your life. I explained that there are spiritual principles. You know, the spirit realm existed before the material realm. God created this material realm from the spirit realm because God is a spirit. According to John, what is it, 424? God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. It came from the spirit realm when he spoke light, light, light be. Amen. So just as there are principles in the natural, there are principles in the spirit realm. And it is recorded here in Proverbs 23, 18. Surely, it's a sure thing that there's an end point and whatever you're expecting is not going to be cut off. It's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. And from Proverbs 10, 28, the word of God says that the expectation of the righteous shall be gladness. There's a, there's a, an end. Hallelujah. And, you know, the expectation of the righteous shall be gladness. So there are good things in store for the righteous, those who have been declared righteous by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that you can find in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 and 21. Praise God. So let from there, we've also looked at Jeremiah 29, 11, a very, very, very familiar passage of scripture where we see the, the, the spirit of God, the Lord speaking, saying, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, that word peace is shalom, and not of evil to give you an expected end. So the thoughts of God, hallelujah, form the expected end. The thoughts of God form expectations and your thoughts form your expectations. We studied all of that. You'd have to go over prior messages to get the fullness of that. And so if you believe that there's a destination for your expectation, 
And if what you have been expecting to date has been inconsistent with what the word of God declares or instructs, praise God. And if it's inconsistent with God's expectation for you, his expected end for you, and his expected end for you is never evil. It is not evil. It is shalom. It is well-being. It is peace. It is prosperity. It is deliverance. It is rescue. It is safety. That's God's expectation, his expected end for you. The expectation of the righteous shall be gladness. Hallelujah. And so if, if we have been expecting things to go bad, not expecting um, things to turn around, thinking you know, if, if that has been our modus operandi to this point, then it's got to change. We've got to change it to, a, to align our views with God's views. And we have to know how to do this and how and how to stay there. Glory to God. And so that, that this is where we're moving, moving on from today. We're going to deal with how do we do this? How do we effectuate this change? How do we align our spirits up with, with the, the word of God? How do we ensure that what we are believing for is, is consistent with God's expectation for us? Because there are so many things that come into our that come into our life. There's so many things that happen. And so I want to, we're going to deal with that even more today. Praise God. We understand that there's a way to jumpstart your expectation, to alter that expectation. We explained that from Lamentations chapter three and verses 21 through 22. Lamentations 321 says, this I recall to my mind and therefore I have hope. Your expectation is formed by the things that you call to your mind. So you got to change that. You have to alter that. And we explained that one way to alter that is through meditation. That's what we're going to talk about today. So if you'll begin, we'll begin in Joshua 1 8, and we're going to go into the how to's. It's not enough, you know, it's not enough to tell me. It's better if you tell me how. It's, I mean, I thank you for telling, for telling me that this is what the word says. Explain to me how do I implement it? And that's what we're going to deal with today. So let's go to Joshua 1 8 and let's open up with a word from the a word of prayer before God. Let's open up with prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just worship and honor you. We bless you for this day. Thank you, Father God, for your word, which is spirit and which is life. We thank you for the life-changing, hallelujah, transformative word of the living God. And I pray, Father, that Lives will be transformed, that people not simply obtain information, but they receive revelation. For that revelation is what causes true transformation. May we be transformed from the inside out. Hallelujah. Even by your word. I thank you, Father God, that you hasten your word to perform it. Let there be manifestation. Let there be a performance of your word in the hearts of those who receive it this day, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. So we're going to take the word of God. We're going to go to Joshua 1.8. Many of you already know it. Hallelujah. The word of God says in Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. Hallelujah. Day and night. Do you see that? The book ends of your day, as I like to say, day and night. What do you do? Meditate in the word day and night. For then, it says that you may observe to do all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have 
good success. Glory to God. So we're talking about meditating in the word of God to experience the peace, the prosperity, the shalom, the good success that is promised and which is similar to God's expectation for you. It's very similar to what we saw in Jeremiah 29, 11, because God's expected end for you is shalom, peace and not evil. Remember that his expected end is for you to experience peace, shalom. And that word shalom includes prosperity, good success, well-being, safety, security. You understand prosperity. All of that is is included in that definition of shalom, peace. That's God's expectation for you. And the Bible says that we can make our way prosperous. We can experience that good success, that shalom in life as we meditate in the word day and night. Hallelujah. We have to be actively involved in getting the words of scripture off the pages of scripture and into your own consciousness, into your own spirit. They must form a part of your being. Glory to God. And we, and that is how we can set our expectations based upon the word of God. Joshua says we need to meditate, observe, and do. Glory to God. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. The same, you know, the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So I want to give you another witness. Many of you already know it. Psalm chapter one. Let's look at the book of Psalms, the very first Psalm. Hallelujah. Psalm one, verses one through three. But let's look at it real quickly. Praise God. Okay, it says in the word, blessed, blessed, blessed. You know, you understand? You'll be blessed. That means that you'll be in a position to prosper. It means that you'll be happy. Blessed is the state of prosperity that comes when a superior bestows a blessing, bestows a favor. Amen. It's the state of prosperity that you experience that comes, glory to God, when that comes when a superior bestows favor or blessing. That is being blessed. And it's so we're talking about you'll experience the state of prosperity. You'll experience a, a level of happiness, a, you, the state of prosperity that comes about when a superior, in this case, God bestows a blessing. Amen. So it says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, doth he meditate day and night. Once again, the bookends of your day, meditating in the word of God, day and night. And it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Speaks of productivity. It speaks of prosperity. His leaf also shall not wither. Constantly producing. Amen. Constantly increase. It says, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Do you understand that? And so it's talking about meditating day and night on the word of God. 
And Joshua gives further guidance. You meditate to observe to do. Amen. This is very, very important. And so, you know, unfortunately, this whole concept of meditation, it seems to have been hijacked because people and I have found that in Christian circles, people get nervous when you start talking about meditation because they start they get about, you know, um, transcendental meditation. They start thinking about, you know, levitation. They start, you know, it. the fact that there there may be other areas that have um, appropriated what we find here in the word of God doesn't mean that we should somehow be wary, uh, W-A-R-Y, if you could, that we should be overly cautious and it, or we should treat it as something woo-woo or that's, oh, she's going off there. No, we cannot do that. This is, this is recorded in scripture. The idea, the notion of the practice of meditation has been endorsed at least 20, 20 times that I have been able to find in scripture. And I've recorded all of these. I have it here and perhaps I can make it available later, but there I have 20 references and I'm certain that I didn't scour them all. But, you know, we have Genesis 24, 63, Isaac meditated, right? We have Joshua 1, 8, Psalm 1, 2, Psalm 4, 4, Psalm 19, 14, Psalm 27, 4, Psalm 49, 3. You know, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be accepted. There there are over 20 different references where the Bible endorses meditation. And we find from the word that meditation factors significantly and our ability to experience the good success that we find in Joshua 1.8, Psalm 1.2. We have to incorporate it into our prayer life. We have to embrace it. We have, I'm talking about Bible-based meditation and it makes a difference. I, I know in my own personal life, it has made a tremendous difference. And it has enabled me to connect with God. It brings us into intimacy with God through meditating. I'm telling you, it, it is it is absolutely wonderful. There are six words in Hebrew and Greek that that um that are translated meditation or meditate, and they mean to study, to ponder, to revolve in the mind, to imagine. It, it means to reflect. It, it means devotion. It means to murmur, to speak, communication, to mutter. Hallelujah. So we're talking about reflecting on the word of God, pondering on the word of God, pondering on the ways of God, pondering and reflecting and, you know, ruminating concerning the works of God, his majesty and his doings. And you, hallelujah, you want to do that. You want to Meditation even involves imagining, seeing the word in action. And God, by way of the Holy Spirit, reveals himself to you. And that revelation leads to transformation. It's a form of communication just as much as prayer. And it just enables us to connect with our Heavenly Father. The indwelling Holy Spirit, as we meditate, brings us into greater intimacy with God. Which is, and we enter into like what you find described in Galatians 4, 6. You know, we cry, Abba, Father. There's just levels of intimacy. Hallelujah. And it takes you beyond quietness, amen, into communion, 
into fellowship, into communion with God. Praise God. And as we meditate, even the Holy Spirit reveals things to us. You know how the Bible says in, uh, what is it? First Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. How it says, for eye has not seen, ear has not heard the many things that God has prepared for those that love him, but he has revealed them unto us. The Holy Spirit reveals the deep things of God and reveals them unto us. Well, even through meditation, as you spend time in God's presence, it, 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 it facilitates that activity where the Spirit of God shows you things. Hallelujah. It, 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 the things that God has already prepared for you, including your deliverance, including your healing, including your peace, including the benefits that we have from knowing God, according to Psalm 103. Those things get shown to us, including his shalom. They can become shown and revealed to us even through meditation. Praise God. It produces more than knowledge and information. It produces revelation, which in turn results in transformation. It can utterly transform your life. And I understand. No wonder. There's no wonder that the enemy wants to create mystique and mystery and puzzlement around the whole idea of meditation. No wonder he wants you to view it with skepticism. But I'm telling you, there are at least 20 different places in scripture where the Lord God endorses meditation. So we should not allow Eastern practices to hijack this aspect of our Christian life. No, we want to incorporate it in our own lives. We, I want to experience the expected end that God has for me in every area of my life. How about you? And I'm going to utilize all as much as I can understand, as much as I understand, I want to be able to utilize, glory to God, what it is that the spirit of the Lord has for, for me. How about you? I want to utilize all that God has for me. So I want to provide us with some suggestions on how to meditate, to observe, to do, how to do that. Are you ready to receive it? Because, you know, it's enough. Okay, so you tell me to meditate. Okay, so just how do I do that? right? Okay. First point, you need to quiet your mind. You have to, hallelujah. Yeah, thank you guys for using the chat. Amen. I hear, I see a sister saying, I'm ready. If you ready, let me know. Amen. You have to quiet your mind. And I, I'm sharing this because this, these, this has worked for me. I mean, you're, I've gone through a, a number of things. And I'll, I'll tell you, honestly, as I have been implementing what the Spirit has revealed to me, I have really, I've seen the hand of God. I've seen God move. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. I was uh, meditating, even as it relates to uh, work, business, the things that I do in, in the law firm. And I specifically was in a place of meditating and I saw and heard clients utilizing certain phrases and they were very, very, very positive. And I am, I am not kidding. I thought I had, I thought I had copies of them. I ended up receiving, um, calls and emails. And do you know that these clients were saying exactly, exactly what transpired during periods of meditation that occurred like last year 
and I thought I had them. Let's see, here's one, because I, I started to post them, to tape them and frame them in my office. Like, um, I thought I had them here. Well, here's this one, if I can read it from here, can I see it? It says, um, okay, thank you so much. Okay, this one says, check this out. It says, thank you for being an angel on earth for me. This is the best introduction that Mr. Blank gave to me. It was a referral. And so we had we had great success. And then someone else, there were two others I wanted to share. And wouldn't you know it, they're not in front of me right now. But the one, these words, or are they here? Aha, here they are. I do have them. This one says, okay. Oh, thank you for all your support with all things risk management, contracts, and legal at X company. Um, let's see. We, I'll try, I don't want to, to reveal who they are. We feel well covered in your very capable hands. I appreciate you. This is from the president of that company, right? I'm telling, but what, what is so amazing? See, I got chilled when I saw that. First of all, they don't have to do that. Clients don't have to send that. Secondly, this is what I heard. I heard clients saying, I appreciate you. And then it's here it says, uh, I, I wanted to drop a note of thanks to you for blah, 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 blah. And it says, we appreciate you so much. These are, I mean, who does that? And I've been practicing for over three decades. But I'll tell you, in my meditations, as it related to business, you know, I'm, I'm in the word, I'm meditating, and I actually see it. I see what God had already arranged. And then to, to walk it out and have it manifested. Last week, as you know, I was away and someone sent me a picture. Someone sent me a picture of me speaking to someone where I was. I don't want to give away too much. The picture showed me um, in a particular, like in an, okay, it's like this. Let's say like uh, you were in a, a business meeting and you were shaking hands with someone, right? And let's say you were in prayer, the Holy Spirit showed you this. And then, you know, a year later, you go to this setting and it's, and it's happening the way you saw it in your prayer during your meditation. And someone sent me a picture and it was the same two, the same people within the same physical format. You understand? The only difference was the clothing was different, but everything else was the same. It was, a, I, this is Im, so important. It's like, God is showing you things to come. God is revealing himself so that in hard times you're able to go through because you've already, it's like you already have it. I had it over a year ago when I was meditating in the word. And so you end up walking it out in your actual life. I mean, it's amazing. So don't let, we can't allow, you know, other religions and stuff that talk about meditation to hijack that from us. I just hope you understand what I'm saying. It's powerful. And you meditate in, in the word day and night before you wake up, before you decide who you are. The, hallelujah. 
you, you, you allow the spirit of God to reaffirm for you who he are, who you are, what he has for you. And you call it, you see it as already done. Hallelujah. I'm it's awesome. So the first thing you want to do is to quiet your mind. Let's look at Psalm 62, verse 5. Psalm 62, verse 5. I'm telling you, this is awesome. That's why I'm, you know, there's been, for me, a level of resistance in even ministering this message because of the negative connotations that things like meditation have gotten, especially in Christian circles. But I'm showing you from the word, it is, it, it's powerful. Amen. It is an activity that is endorsed by God himself. And it really helps to get you focused. It really helps for you to, 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 to be stable. It really helps to ground. Psalm 62.5. Is that what I said? 62.5. Praise God. Yes, the word of God says, okay, my soul. See, your soul is comprised of your mind, your will, and emotions. I'm telling you, you have to quiet your mind. It says, my soul. You're talking to your soul. Wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. The English Standard Version says, my soul, wait in silence for God alone, for my expectation is from him. So you have to quiet your mind, your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. When things are going on in your life, you can't just be allow yourself to be frazzled like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm never going to get a job. I'm never going to, it's never going to happen. Oh, this is so bad. You just don't understand. Oh, they said this. I got this. I got this report. Oh, you just don't get it. Oh, it's just so bad. Somebody pray for me, please. Oh, let me call a prayer line. You can't do that. You have to quiet your mind. Praise God. Get quiet. You tell your soul, be quiet. Calm down. Set aside time to meditate on the word. I'm telling you, you turn off your cell phone, turn off your computer, you, you get your cell phone far away from you. You understand? You quiet your laptop. You disengage from social media. Your emails will be there. This is important. You disconnect from your environment. You understand? You can check your voicemail, your email, your Instagram. You can, you can check with that later. But right now, you have to give undivided attention to God. Amen? And I just read that to you from Psalm 62.5. This is very serious. You can't, you can't just wake up and have the TV going in the background and call yourself meditating. No, this is too important. You have to set aside time and quiet your mind. Hallelujah. You want to get comfortable, right? Whether you're in uh, on your bed, in a chair, somewhere you, you, you get, you have to get comfortable. Number three, that's it. You want to Keep your flesh under. You know how the Bible lets, tells us 
in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. I'm telling you this because your, your flesh is going to fight you. But this is, it's so important. And the enemy is going to send all kinds of thoughts and things and, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. You are setting aside time. You disconnect. That's right, sister. You disconnect from the noise of the environment. You have to. And you keep your flesh under. First Corinthians 9. Why am I in Second Corinthians? First Corinthians 9, I think it's around verse 27. This is it's so, it's so important. Yes. It says, uh, but I keep under my body and I bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. You keep your body under. Why do I say this? Because when you go, you're going to go and you're going to, uh, let's say you're, you're in your bed or you're, you're sitting up in your chair in your, your bedroom. You're getting quiet. Everything's turned off. And next thing you know, and, and you, ju- you just want to get still before the Lord. Be quiet. You know what's going to happen? Your nose is going to itch. You want to go, you know, or your, your, your head starts itching. You're going to go like this. You know, there'll be different tweaks and, you know, um, uh, you know, things that would want to distract you. You know, you're, you're going to feel something on your arm or, 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 you know, it, do I have, is there a fly around here? What's going on? You'll have all these things that want to distract you in your flesh. You'll be, you'll sit. Let's say you have your legs crossed on the, on your, in the bed. Next thing you know, oh, I'm getting a cramp. Oh, this is how you have to keep your flesh under because you know, you're going, we're going beyond this 3D realm. I'm telling you, we are, we enter within the veil. We are in the holy of holies. We are in the presence of God and we are in the spirit. We are, we're communicating spirit to spirit and your flesh will fight you if you continue you, hallelujah you can you bring your flesh under under subjection and you say no my spirit is in control here the spirit controls flesh you get under i can pick my nose later I could, I could, I could scratch this place's leg, but my spirit takes ascendancy. I'm telling you, if you want, we're talking about making vital living contact with Almighty God, who has prepared shalom, peace, recovery, good things for you, and we're instructed to meditate day and night. And we're not going to allow our flesh to dictate to us. You are a spirit being and your spirit person takes ascendancy. So you speak to your flesh, you put it under. We'll look, we'll go to the bathroom later. We'll, we'll wash later. You may be saying, oh boy, I smell. I need to take a shower, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. later. It's not time for that right now. It's a serious business. So you put your flesh under. You can do that. You it, and it your your life, the way your life goes depends on it. So you put your flesh under. You quiet your mind. You get comfortable. You put your flesh under. 
Amen. I will, you, I will offer this. You can consider playing soft, calming music. I'm not saying you must do that. These are, these are suggestions. Amen. But you, you can play. I know the internet has a lot of soaking music. You can go get, you know, soak that which can help usher you in. Just as, just as when David played the harp and it caused the evil spirits to depart from Saul. Uh, remember that? When David would play that, sometimes that, that the music itself, hallelujah, it, it, it just helps to create the atmosphere for you to enter into the presence of God. And it can, it can help dispel distractions. Amen. Hallelujah. It can, it can aid in ushering, ushering you into God's presence. I hope this is helping. Praise God. And it can help you relax and focus. Because all that stuff that's going on around, it'll be there. Trust. It'll, it'll be there. But right now, we're entering into a place where we're, we're, we're going to hear from God. Amen. Fourth, I think I'm on number four. The fourth thing you want to do is to breathe deeply. I know this, I know this, I know this sounds different. I know you don't hear this everywhere. But see, the Bible tells us in Genesis 2 in verse 7, the Bible says that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. And breathe, the word says, breathe into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. There was the ruach, the breath of God, which he breathed into the nostrils, hallelujah, of man. So you want to breathe through your nostrils, not through your mouth through your nostrils and you want to breathe deeply. Just as God breathed through your nostrils, you breathe deeply through the nostrils of God. And what's interesting, guys, is that it has been shown that slow breathing through the nostrils has so many benefits. It helps your alertness. It helps you to focus, praise God. It impacts what they call the uh, parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system that causes your body to relax and become calm. Just breathing deeply, it reduces stress and anxiety. God knew what he was doing. He breathed through our nostrils. So you do that. You just breathe deeply and you're, you're, you're breathing in. Hallelujah. The life of the breath of God, the Zoe of God, and you're breathing out all the tensions, all the anxieties. And you breathe. I'm telling you, it's, it, it's, it's, it's excellent. Now, what you can do before you meditate, let's say that there are particular areas that that you, you really need to focus on, whether it's your, 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 you're looking for a job, whether it's uh, your relationships, whether it's health, 
it can be quite helpful to have scriptures related to those areas with you. You can place it on three by five cards. You, you understand? Even before you commence your meditation and you, and you have them with you and you just start to reflect, you ponder, you reflect on that scripture. You can have it in front of you and start to read those scriptures, ponder, reflect on them. Praise God. It helps to aid your time of reflection and meditation. And you can just start to reflect on God's goodness. Just deep, breathe deeply. Hallelujah. And just reflect on his goodness. If you pray in tongues, you can softly pray in tongues. Hallelujah. You can, but, but then focus on that scripture. You can speak it softly to yourself over and over again. Or you can be quiet. You can read it and quietly just close your eyes and meditate on that scripture. Ponder. Amen. Do you understand this? The next point is, as you reflect on this scripture or you reflect on God's goodness, see, oftentimes people have these areas, they have all these prayer requests, like we had, we received a number of prayer requests today. So if we're talking about healing, right, you start to reflect on it, what would that be like? What would that the manifestation of that look like? Hallelujah. See yourself that way. See yourself healed. See yourself delivered. See yourself employed. The Holy Spirit will start to show you things. Expect the Spirit of God to start to show you things. What would it look like? What would it sound like? What would it feel like? What would it taste like? What would it smell like? Are, are, are you getting this? Praise God. And you, you'll, you may begin to see the scripture in operation with the eyes of your spirit man. It's often referred to, in fact, Ephesians 1.18 refers to it. Let's look at it real quickly. Ephesians 1.18 calls it the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. You're going to see things with the eye of your spirit. I'm telling you, you take the time, you know, and instead of just saying, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And there's all this noise around you and all that stuff. You're not really meditating. You're just, you're just repeating words. We're talking about reflecting and allowing the spirit of God to really minister that word to you, that truth, so that it becomes your truth. It becomes your expectation. And you, you can expect to see because the eyes of your understanding, your spiritual eyes are to become enlightened. You're supposed to see things even with the eye of your spirit. You'll have greater understanding. You're, you're in the midst of that chaos, you will know that God's got you. In the midst of all that's going around, you know, people losing their jobs and this is going on. But mm -mm, the, the, the spirit of God is giving you another level of assurance. 
And it occurs even as you take that time to meditate, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened so that you may know what is the hope, the expectation of his calling. You will know the hope, that expectation. It's another same word, hope, expectation. They're basically synonymous. You will know in your knower, in your spirit being, you'll have the eyes of your understanding enlightened so that you can know things in your, you know that this shall turn around. You know this too shall pass. You've already seen it. You've seen it happen in the spirit realm. The Holy Spirit shows you things to come. The eyes of your understanding get enlightened. So it it, it, it calms you down. It gives you that assurance. This is this turns around. It might it might be tough right now, but you've seen something. You've seen something in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. And you know God's got you. You know, hallelujah. I I hope you're understanding this. So you will know, you will know in your, you may not be able to explain it to everybody, but you've seen it. Hallelujah. So how would it feel for that to be your living experience? See, it impacts your response because it places you in a in a posture of thanksgiving and praise you've already seen it thank you god for my healing you know how the bible says in mark eleven twenty four, how when we pray we believe that we receive it and we shall have it when you start to meditate like that it, it really does something in your spirit that you, you know you have it you, you believe you receive it. You know you have, you know it's, it's done. It has been accomplished in the realm of the spirit. You have seen it. Praise God. Amen. That you will know the hope of his calling. Back to Ephesians 1.18. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. I'm telling you, you start to see things. It's, it's your inheritance to be healed, to be delivered, to experience shalom peace, prosperity, and you will know it. Glory to God. And it says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Hallelujah. So as you're doing this, you, 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 you know that his power, his spirit, that he is at work, that, that his mighty power is at work in your life. Despite what maybe what it might look like around you, there is the working of his mighty power. And in that posture, you become like a magnet, a, a magnet of that of that which God has already prepared for you coming towards you. Do you see this? It says there's the exceeding greatness of his power toward you. It comes toward you. Toward those who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. So you will be in, in you, you, you place yourself in a position where you are receiving the working of his mighty power. It's you know it's already coming towards you. It's on its way. The provision is coming towards you. The healing, you've already seen it. It is working in your body even now. It's working towards those who believe. 
you'll, you start to see, he will show you things. The spirit of God will reveal things and show them to you. As you take the time to quiet yourself, Jesus did it. He, he would get time alone and spend in the presence of God. He would do it. You know it from the scriptures, right? And he would just meditate in God's presence. And he said, Jesus himself said, I only do what I see the father doing. Well, when did he see it? He's, he starts to walk out what he's been shown in times that he's gotten before God. He, he would get still. He'd get quiet. He'd leave the disciples. Go, go on ahead. I'm spending time in the presence of God. I'm telling you, there's, there, this is powerful. It is helpful. It is powerful. Thank you, sister. I see someone say hallelujah. What an awesome teaching. Amen. This is true. And I and I had I faced some resistance in ministering it because I know not everyone teaches it because people have a tendency to think that, you know, oh, this is transcendental meditation, blah, blah, blah. It's a powerful key. And like I said, more than 20 times, the Bible endorses meditation and Things happen. The spirit of the living God will show you things. Hallelujah. It says he'll show you things to come. You take the time using them as bookends of your day. And you start to see things through the eyes of God. You start, hallelujah. God starts to reveal himself to you. And you attach your faith to that. You attach your faith to that. And it starts to become your living experience. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you I, I started getting referrals. You know, people were people referring um, companies to me and they start to speak out. I just read to you, you know, this one uh, client, thank you for being an angel on earth for me. My, I'm like, what? I've been practicing for more than three decades. Ain't never, ain't no client ever said anything like that to me, ever, you know? Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. This one said, this is not spooky. This is practical teaching that we can apply. Amen. I, I thank you for receiving it as such. That's exactly what it is. So I want you to notice when, when you're in that place and you just concentrate on what it is that God is showing to you. Allow, the, allow it to flow through your spirit. Hallelujah. You want to see yourself healed. See yourself healed delivered. See see that scripture operating in your life. See yourself at peace. Hallelujah. See yourself restored. See yourself gainfully employed. See your children prospering. Hallelujah. See you, you what God is showing you. you. You get in that place in this realm of the spirit. I'm telling you, Scripture contains so many examples where people in meditation saw things that, hallelujah, uh, Peter, he saw, remember he saw that, that big old sheet, you know, with different uh, animals on it and, and the spirit of the Lord said, arise, Peter, kill and eat, you know, I'm telling, in his meditation, God started to show him things. Yes, meditation produces revelation, which brings transformation in my life. Yes, sister, that's exactly right. Meditation helps you to observe, to do what the word says. 
That is absolutely right. Hallelujah. Yes, some other sister saying God is equipping us for this end times. Joshua 1 8 is on point for these times. Absolutely. Which is why, you know. I'm going to go ahead and minister this because it's the truth. And I've experienced it in my personal life. I'm telling you, God has been moving. And there have been things that have come up that I, I, I can tell you, even 10 years ago, I was not where I am today. I 10 years ago, I, I, I don't know that I would have been at in, in as much peace. I wish, I mean, I wish I could tell you, you know, oh, how the Lord would just bring things, things that, you know, I, I never, I should not have worried then, but I, I caught this revelation. And when you see the end from the beginning, even the, and you do it every, before you go to sleep and hallelujah. And, and it, and it even helps you. It, it causes your sleep to be sweet. You're, you're not agitated. Because God is, you, 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 you see that you, you know, God is great. You, you, you see his grandeur. You're inhabiting his praises. You, hallelujah. And what you have to understand is that your spirit does not differentiate between what, what you, what you experience in the 3D realm and what you experience in the realm of the spirit. You know, you ever have a dream and it just seems so real to you? Your whole body just responded to this dream. It was like so real to you. Your, your, your body doesn't differentiate between what's going on in the spirit realm and what's going on in the 3D realm. Your spirit does not differentiate. So you, hallelujah. I'm telling you. So when, when you meditate, it's happening. <laughs> There's no time or space. It's happening. And that's why you can thank God. We say dance in advance. That's why you start to thank God. Hallelujah. Because you've already experienced it. It's all, it's already yours. It is yours. It's happened. Glory to God. And, and that which you experience internally manifests externally. Woo! Jesus, I pray that you're understanding this. This is, this is not woo woo. It's, Bible. And I'm going to show you from scripture. In fact, we'll we'll look at it even in greater detail next week. But just, I'll just leave this tidbit with you. Remember the Virgin Mary, right? She ain't known no man. She has been with no man, but she receives this message from the angel, right? And she is able to say, my soul does magnify the Lord, right? And she starts exalting the God, her savior. She's, she's talking about what God has already done. Do you understand? This is where we must be. We're not, we don't wait for external circumstances. Listen, I'm gonna leave you with this because I see I'm out of time. You don't, wait for external circumstances to change how you feel, especially on the inside. You don't wait for external circumstances to dictate to you how you feel. We believe God. God instructs us to believe 
first in our hearts. Meditation this way helps foster that, that ability to believe first in your heart. The change occurs internally first. Are you getting this? Before the experience manifests externally. I'm telling you, amen. A sick person does not feel desperate. A sick person feels wholeness. You know, when you meditate, you feel wholeness and you start to express gratitude before the healing outwardly manifests. If you're swimming in debt, you don't, when you meditate, you don't feel lack. You feel wealthy because you've seen it's on the inside and you start to thank God for it, for that turnaround because you already experienced it. And that internal becomes expressed externally. I, 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 that's what Mary did. Mary said, my soul does magnify the Lord. Hallelujah. And I exalt the God, my Savior. He's regarded my lowly estate. All people will call me blessed. Oh, she's, doing, she's doing all of that. You understand? Hallelujah. Yes, sir. It says, the facts are subject to change by the constant pressure of the word. That's the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, sister. Someone says, I believe so strongly in my spirit that this message is critical for us to grasp and take hold of. Hallelujah. Yes, we bless you, Lord. I'm going to continue with this next time because I know it has, it has made a tremendous difference in my life. Tremendous. Hallelujah. And I just, I, I just need to impart that as well. I know I'm just being instructed by the spirit of God to minister this truth. Hallelujah. But we'll continue next time. Let me take these, let me take these prayer requests. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We, we just bless you. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you, Father, that we can come before you and cry, Abba, Father, we thank you that we can come right into your presence. Hallelujah. And you, hallelujah, our loving father, you show us what you've already prepared for us. You show us things to come. Hallelujah. And I thank you, father, that we are, we're already healed. I thank you, father, for turnaround. I thank you for health, for wealth, for prosperity, for relationship changes, for, for goodness, for, for turnaround. Hallelujah. For increasing your people. Even those going through difficult places, Lord God, I thank you that you are the change. You are the change. Hallelujah. I thank you that you are the one who interrupts the pattern. There, there's been a cycle, a pattern of defeat, but you are the pattern interrupt. I thank you, Lord God. I, I, I pray, Father, that those listening will receive this word and more importantly, implement it. Implemented that we may commune and fellowship with you at the beginning and at the end of our days and experience the goodness and the glory that you have for us, Father. I thank you for it. We lift up these prayer requests, the healing, Father God, for Anne. And I thank you, Lord God, for the wisdom you have made unto us wisdom, the mind of Christ. And for now, we have the mind of Christ. I pray for wisdom, guidance for dear Anne 
as, as she grapples with this notion of transplant. Father God, you have all kinds of parts. I thank you for healing her through and through from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Hallelujah. Effectuate that healing in her body, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Father, that we, we see Anne whole. We see her healed. We see her, hallelujah, happy. We see her enjoying life, Lord God. We see her graduating. Lord, we thank you for blessing her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you, Father. We pray for academic excellence. We pray for, for spiritual healing, emotional healing, physical healing in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We lift up Corey. We pray, Father God, and using Corey as a point of contact. We pray for those who are battling this COVID. We, hallelujah, we see them healed. We thank you. You said, I am the Lord by God that healeth thee. We decree and declare Corey healed from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. We pray for healing for those battling COVID and other ailments in Jesus' mighty name. We lift up Joyce. We thank you, Father. You do a work and a wonder in her spirit, soul, and body. I pray, Father, that she walk without a limp. Hallelujah. That she walk without needing, um, what do you call those things? That, 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 and, and she, without needing any other type of implement to aid her in walking. I see, I, we see Joyce raising her hands and just praising God for there's no pain in her knee where she's ambulatory. We thank you, Lord God. We lift up Patricia. We thank you for her, for her healing, Lord God, that it is well with her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That her strength has not abated. We bless you, Lord God. We lift up Veronica. We thank you, Father, that made the baby leap within her, made the spirit of God, hallelujah, move upon Veronica and her child even now in Jesus' name. We thank you that she will come forward and, 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 and give birth to a healthy child at the appointed time in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for Shay. We see her healed. We rebuke cancer and, and any type of sickness and disease in Jesus' name. We decree and declare Shay healed from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We command anxiety to flee in Jesus' mighty name. May the shalom, the peace of God be with her and all of those who are part of this prayer request, Lord. We lift up Sister Elizabeth. We pray, hallelujah, your continued blessings upon her life as she experiences her next birthday. We thank you for her life, Lord God. You're so good to us, Father. We bless you and give you praise in Jesus' matchless name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. And if this message has been a blessing to you, I encourage you to be a blessing to Triumph in Christ, that this ministry can continue to, to put out you know, good messages and make them widely available. You can do that by writing to Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. Hallelujah. P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. You can also visit the website at jdsministries.org, jdsministries.org. You can also use Cash App, which is a dollar sign, JDS Triumph, JDS Triumph. Praise God. I think that's it. Uh, God bless you. Until next time, God richly bless your life. I'm going to stop the recording and then I will.